Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is, this is TJ Wilson, a.k.a. Tyson Kidd, and you're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, established 2019. Direct from the North Wales coast, his verbal skills definitely outweigh his wrestling ability. It's time for British Wrestling's Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer! Warm welcome to episode 39. What an absolute pleasure to get this guy on. Jody Fleisch, I was a big fan of his, especially when he was the Phoenix Jody Fleisch back in the FWA days. And we talk about that at length, about him starting off at Hammerlock, meeting Alex Shane, Berg Williams, Johnny Storm, tagging with Johnny Storm, going to America. You name it, we talk about it. So, without further ado, Jody Fleisch, episode 39 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy. It is my honour and privilege today. I say this every episode, but this is an absolute honour and a privilege. Now, I've tried to get Jody on for a while. I've harangued him. Possibly could have been harassing him last year, trying to get him on. But we're here now, and it's the Phoenix Jody Fleisch. How's it going, Joe? It's going really good, mate. I had my good workout today. Um, I've just had a big plate of rice and chicken with some uh, with some omelette, so I'm energised and raring to go. Plus, I got my coffee and my water, so uh, couldn't be set up better. You've had the fuel, man. You've had your fuel ready for All this. The fuel. Absolutely, yep. man. How how's lockdown been for you, Jody? Uh, boring, <laughs> but uh, I've, I've made the most. Well, no, actually, that's a lie. I haven't made the most of it at all. Uh, for me, long story short, my days are monotonous. Everything's the same. My workout is like the highlight of my day, and then uh, after that, it's just loads of eating, bit of Netflix, probably same as most people, really. I think. What, what have you? What's uh, been decent for you on Netflix? I'm interested to hear now. Jesus Christ, Ozark. Have you heard of that one? We started, the missus watched the first episode and we went off, we went on to like White Lines and... Um, I've seen, seen the first one of them. White Outer Lines. Banks. Outer Banks is good. That's really good. 
never heard of Outer Banks, but we got right into this this uh, Ozark one. We literally finished all three three series, and I'm not usually a I don't really do much Netflix. I, I ain't watched Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones, or um, Breaking Bad or any of them. But this is it. Yeah, I got right into that. We'll have to, we'll have to give that another go. So if you're if you're saying it's decent, I'm with you. I'll uh, definitely <laughs> give that a watch. When did you begin watching pro wrestling? Uh, on a regular, I, I think. Obviously, we're talk, talking a long, long time ago, so the memory sort of gets a bit uh, a bit hazy. But I think it was um, around the time. Shortly after WrestleMania Seven, so I don't know what year you put that in. Uh, was that ninety-one? Yeah, ninety-one. Ninety-one in uh, California. Hmm. Yeah, man, I remember it well. I remember it well. Who were some of the guys you were drawn to when you were watching on the TV? You jumped out at you, man. Like right at the start, <coughs> it was um, right at the start. It would have been the Undertaker and the Ultimate Warrior. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, them, them, them sort of like, you know, and then obviously as I watched it more, then uh, I sort of branched out and yeah, but that was, they were the, at the very start, it was mostly them three. We used to do the whole thing, you know, like dress up in the mirror, pretend <laughs> I was the Undertaker and all of that. Yeah, yeah. What was it about Undertaker? What, 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 what was the lore of the Undertaker? Oh, it must have been the character, the costume, the ring entrance, the no-sell and all of that, you know, Paul Bearer. You know, it's cool. It's cool. And with the Any why, of, with that. Sorry, I jumped in. That's just a high energy entrance, isn't it? You know, like with that dun 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 dun, dun the, the bloody spinning to the ring and all that. Loved it. Yeah, man. I was there for. Uh, I was at Wembley Stadium for SummerSlam '92, man. Versus, wicked, uh, wicked. Versus Kamala, the hearse coming out and. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I, that. I, was too. I was only six yeah. at the time, but we we got on the uh, got on the bus from North Wales, like, and there, uh, yeah. So. There we go. Okay, because I, I think I went to that event from North Wales as well. Because I was raised there, wasn't I? I forgot about <laughs> this. I remember, I remember seeing something about you being like from up this end originally. Is that where you're? Is that where you are now? I'm, I'm in. I'll tell you where I am, mate. Like specifically, Old Colwyn. So it's like Colwyn Bay, uh, Landon Bay, yeah, yeah. Rail, like. <laughs> I oh, mean, wow. they pressed that in and all that sort of area. That's where my missus is from, Prestatin. <laughs> Damn, small world, isn't it? I'm Connor's well, Key, or I was Connor's Key. Slash, he's from North Wales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flint, yeah. Flint, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually man. watched wrestling in Flint, in the Leisure Centre. still going on. It's still going it's still on, going now, on. I, think. I think they do have events on, yeah, man. Yeah, it's still... Do you know who's running there these days? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask... I've got a couple of mates from up there. It's only, literally, as you know, it's only 35, 40 minutes in the car from there, from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a good scene in North Wales, to be fair. Some good promotion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did any events on the calendar have a special place in your heart? Well, like the wrestling calendar? Yeah, man. Well, they, they were the days of the WWF pay-per-views, weren't they? And yeah. they used to only like four or five a year. So me and my little mates, we'd always look forward to And, you know, they done all the, they hyped them differently back then, didn't they? They hyped them for weeks or months Mom, before yeah. the actual event. So, yeah, we were sucked into all of them. We loved them. You know, I'd like go to my mate's house. Because remember, they didn't play until like, was it 12 at night at the time? I guess it's still the same sort of thing, isn't it? Was when it was like on a it was on a delay. We used to get it on like Sky Movies, didn't we? The events. Yeah, yeah, Sky Movies and the Movie Channel. Yeah, 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 man. Those, yeah, those we were loved the days. It. Those were the days. Yeah, they were. 
Right, I'm going to fast forward a little bit now into you personally getting into the business. When did you start training in pro wrestling? That'd be, to the best of my knowledge, 1996. And it was in Hamelock, who you might have heard of, who yeah. were in uh, Splittingbourne in Kent at the time. Which guys were you training with at the same time? Who, who was in there with you at Hammerlock? Uh, well, we were on the way to our first training session, me and my, my mates, who were people you probably don't know. Like I, my first session, I turned up with a guy called Scotty Rock, who used to wrestle for the FWA, if you remember those guys, a few years ago, and uh, George Castano, uh, who used to also wrestle for them. But we met, we bumped into Alex Shane, in Victoria Station on the way to our first session. I got to my first session, walked in the door, and obviously there was a full-size ring-up, which was unreal to me. Uh, and Doug, Doug Williams was in it. No way, man. Foot, yeah, 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 way, with a six-foot-seven guy whose name was Titan, like a big monster dude. So obviously imagine, like, you walk into a little, there's a pretty crummy little hall, but you, you open the door, and full-on wrestling is going on, like, right in front of your face, like, like six feet away from you. So that was there. Yeah, but he was there. Doug was there. Obviously, Alex said, Justin Richards, you might have heard the name. I'm not sure if you know him or not. Johnny Storm was there. Not on that day, but he was there at the time. George, Johnny, Alex, Doug. Yeah, and maybe a few out. Phil Powers, if you ever heard of him. Actually, yeah, no, he wasn't there, but he was around at that time. And sort of, you know, I, I ended up meeting him around that time. If you've heard of that guy. I'm throwing these names out. Half of them you might not even know. No, I do. <laughs> the majority, to be fair. To be fair, Jody, I do. Majority yeah. of them, yeah. Absolutely. No, it's cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how, how was training, obviously, with, with all them guys? How did you find the sessions and stuff initially? For me personally, it was a ton of fun just because it was wrestling training, you know? So um, I think anything would have been brilliant for me. But obviously, you, you know, you've got a ring with ropes. I mean, the, you, you had the matted area. You, you're doing pro wrestling. So it was nothing but fun for me. It was awesome. I mean, Andre, the guy who ran it, he didn't necessarily, um, it wasn't really hands-on training. Like, it, it, he's, got a, he's got a, or he had a rep for it. He'd, he'd just sit in the corner with his, his KFC and his Sunday sport and sort of let us leave us to it. But, uh, yeah, it was so much fun. And obviously, if you're a little kid and you like jumping around and stuff. I say little kid, I was like, I was 16. But, um, yeah, I couldn't, it wouldn't have been anything more fun that I'd have wanted to do, I don't think. To think, to think all them guys who were with you on that first day as well and what happened to them in the industry, it's mad. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's mad to think you're all there in the same, the same day. I do, yeah, yeah. That's, that's blowing my mind a little bit, to be fair. I, I, no, I, I, I'm totally with you on that. I, we wouldn't have predicted it at the time. No. Definitely not. For all you guys to go where you went as well, that's, uh, yeah. that's testament to you all, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks, <laughs> When did your first match occur? Not that long after that first day of training. I think I was training for maybe three months, about that sort of time, before Andre, the guy who ran it, put me in a, a Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal and uh, had my first match, which was a, on the same show, which was a tag match. And if I'm right, I teamed up with Alex Shane and we worked that George Castano guy who I mentioned with them um, and a guy called Mr. Muscles Mansfield. 
who actually still floating around. You can usually find him outside of your nearest local wrestling show <laughs> trying to get in and then trying to get on it, trying to get booked on it. Uh, <laughs> he, can't, he can't let it go, no? Nah, nah, but, but who would, innit? You know, he was, he was a really good guy. He still is a really good guy. You know? oh, he, cool. should, he should be booked more, actually. I think he'd have, he's got quite a good act. He was like, a, he played like, he was a heel. And you play like a like a really skinny guy who thinks he's got huge muscles. <laughs> yeah, it was good. How um, how was it developing your move set early on, and, and you know, obviously a gimmick maybe and the character. How how was that for you in the early days? I guess for me it came pretty natural. I mean, I was I was I was really skinny myself, and I was I was one of these pretty. I was quite bouncy. I like to jump around. Um, so uh, yeah, that sort of. That came naturally, man. I, I was just doing what I enjoyed doing, basically. You know, all the flips and flops and whatnot. Which promotions did you wrestle for in the early days? <clears throat> uh, Hammerlock, exclusively for the first year. Uh, Andre, again, the guy who ran it, he wasn't crazy, I don't think, about... Well, he, he let some people, but for most of us, he wasn't crazy about it when we started working for other people. It's one of them ones. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, it took me about a year before I started working mostly for two guys. One's, one's called Scott Conway. The other's called Steve Barker. They were running really pretty good shows at the time. I thought for, um, well, just, just around England, a lot in Kent. Uh, and there was a few more. I, I remember a promotion called CCW. Uh, and if I'm right, the promoters were called the Webb brothers, Michael Webb and somebody else Webb. They gave me the Phoenix name. I guess that stuck, uh, but yeah, we do. We like I say about a year, about the first year with Andre with the Hammerlock, and then after that, just a few other local ones. And shortly after that, FWA came up and EWW, which is run by Stu Allen, that's still going. It's doing really well. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, and a lot of companies like that. Really good days. Obviously, I was working for Brian a lot of the time. Brian Dixon. Yeah, started working for John Fremantle around Worthing. If you remember that name, and yeah, yeah. These names have been some of the uh, interviews I've done recently. These names have been coming up quite, quite yeah, regularly. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They were. I had, Matt, they I had Matt Jarrett on. I had Matt Jarrett on yesterday. Oh, I, I, I connected with him the other day for the first time in about 15 years. He's a good guy, isn't he? Yeah, man, it was good. It's good. So, like Conway and Fremantle, definitely they came. He was he was speaking to them. He was speaking very mm -hmm. high. So, well, that's where I know him from originally. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, we were at the, the same sort of time. That's when we were each coming up, as it were. How how was the business around those times for you, from your perspective? How did you find the business? Was it thriving? Was it on its arse, or was it quite quite all right at that time for you? Well, for for me personally, I was just enjoying doing all the shows. Obviously, half of them, they you know, a lot of them, they'd be really low numbers of people in, but then for a lot of them, they'd, they'd, they'd be full houses as well. Uh, it's, I think it's talked about quite a lot lately, and uh, it, the way it's described is often like it was just on its ass, And it wasn't doing near as well as it is today over here, that's, that's for sure. But there was, there was always stuff going on, you know? I, I was working pretty regularly, not as regularly as I am now, but there was definitely, uh, you know, there's fun to be had back then, a lot of it. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask, you know, your, everyone's perspective and perception of its difference. So, yeah, it was just cool to get your, your thoughts on, on those yeah, times. Yeah. That's what I like yeah. to ask uh, you guys. Right, I remember you most fondly 
I'm going to fast forward a little bit here now, Jody. I remember you most fondly for Frontier Wrestling Alliance FWA. Uh, what was your time like there? Uh, again, I was still in that time frame, wasn't I? Where it was just any wrestling I was doing was awesome. So, um, so yeah, it was loads of fun. Obviously, at the time, it was the first, certainly it was the first time I'd worked for a company with such good production values. And also it had, you know, I think the internet had sort of just, I don't not just got invented, but it was just getting popular. It was just getting used by, by everyone. So you had uh, maybe for the first time for me, traveling fans that would turn up at multiple FWA shows in different towns. We actually, we had people coming from Germany all around the world. Actually, I think it was to watch us. Uh, you know, they started selling merch and stuff like that. It was the, the tape trader days. I'm, I think you're familiar with them as well. So, you know, you had that little, it was it was like a little sort of new wave of the British scene sort of bubbling up, if you get that, you know? Um, absolutely. I was, uh, was in my teens by that, that point. And uh, also, special mention to the, the Talk Sport Wrestling show that was on at the time as well. I used to have that yep. on on a Saturday evening upstairs in my bedroom. <laughs> uh, awesome. I, used to love, I used to love a Saturday evening having the radio on. That, that was cool. And it's cool that they've got the show back on now on TalkSport 2. I mean, huh? What? News yeah. to me? What, the wrestling the re- show? The wrestling show is on now. Um, Alex Shane, oh. and, uh, Alex McCarthy, who writes for TalkSport and does all the uh, stuff abroad and goes to Mania. Huh. Yeah, it's back on, man. Uh, two cool, hours. Two hours on a Sunday now. They've upped it. It was oh, an wow. hour. Um, by the time they have the guest on, Jody, the hour's gone. Do you know what I mean? So two hours is, is brilliant. So, yeah. Awesome. Nine, nine, nine till 11, Jody. Okay. Nine to 11 talk sport on a Saturday. I'll have to, have to listen out for that. It's brilliant. It's like, it's like the old days again. It's, uh, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely Wicked. love it, man. Uh, I can't believe Alex's stamina. Going back to then, it's like he's the, well, I don't know if he's the only one of us, but definitely I've noticed he hasn't let up the whole time. No, no. Just been pushing it like, like, without fail constantly. Yeah, man. It's crazy, isn't it? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of his, what he's done for the scene over here and the, the booking and the promoting, man. He's, he's, he's a special guy, isn't he? Uh, I'm Absolutely. a big fan too. Absolutely. I've heard, I've heard some bad, I've heard rumour and stuff, but I don't, I don't listen to it. I like, I like Alex Shane. Pretty much the same as me. It's just yeah. how it is, isn't it? People have opinions about everything, yeah. and uh, absolutely. Is wrestling fixed? I didn't know it was broken. This is Bill Apter, and in my book titled "Is Wrestling Fixed?" I didn't know it was broken. You can find out all the backstage stories. What is Vince McMahon really like? What's Triple H? really like. How about my relationship through the years with Ric Flair, the American Dream, Jerry the King Lawler, and much more. Go right now to Amazon.com or any place you buy your books and look for Is Wrestling Fixed? I Didn't Know It Was Broken by Bill Apter. See you at the matches. GTG, often imitated but never duplicated. We can a brawl at the shoulder, narrowed at the hip. No other promotion. Give us it and lip. We're the best of the best. The beast of the east. S.O.S. Simply out of sight. G.T.G. When he said, good times going to Right, I'm going to go into some matches now that stood out for me. Like, and it was with yourself and Johnny Storm having these incredible matches. How, how was it? And how, how was it getting the, the fan reaction that you got when you're having those matches with Johnny? 
I don't want to to give you the same answer to every question, but it was loads of fun. Um, You know, uh, we were working for different types of crowds on different types of shows in different settings. You know, I mean, you couldn't really ask for much more at the time. We were having, we got our little reputations building and all of that. We were getting around and we ended up doing, you know, we've ended up working well, I don't think there's many places we haven't worked together since, you know? And, and I guess it's, 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 yeah, looking at it, it's lasted, hasn't it? Because we're still bloody doing it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was lots of fun. Learning curve, all of that. I, I just loved, I loved it, right? We had the British stuff with, obviously, the wrestling channel. And then, obviously, when you guys went over to the States for CZW and all that, man, and we, and we could see those matches as well. It wasn't just the UK matches. I just loved yeah. hearing the American crowd reaction. When you guys went in there and just did your, did your stuff, like got me your too. stuff in. Me too. Yeah, I was lapping it up. Loved it. What were the trips like to America back then? Uh, well, actually, with Johnny, there was only one for me because we'd done that first tour. And then after that, I ended up, I kept going back and forth working, was it pretty much only for Ring of Honor? Whereas he was working for a, a company that was called WXW. Am I right about that? Did I get the initials right? Maybe I didn't. But uh, he was working for a group out in Los Angeles. So we, we'd done that first tour together. But then after that, we were each going sort of separately. But um, yeah, it was all, again, it was, it was all good times. Um, loads, of, uh, loads of experiences, loads of road stories, loads of uh, fun shows, you know, loads of new mates. Good times. Can you remember any of the road stories? Have you got anything you can remember from the States? You, you know what? <laughs> Several just popped right into my head. I don't know what, it must have been just, it must have been floating around there somewhere. And when you asked me, a certain, like a handful of stories popped into my head, but they all involved a guy called Trent Acid, who was a really, really good guy. Yeah, but he's died now, and they're really not wholesome. So I'm really sorry, but I can't share them publicly. It's all right. It's just because they were the first ones that popped into my head, you know? But um, I can just say that they're, that they're fun ones. Um, I, That's I, all I, I got. That's all I got. The, ne- the next one was going to be, obviously, there'll be, a myriad, there'll be a myriad of guys that you enjoy performing with over there. But can you, do, any, do any matches stick out with certain guys from the States? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's another one of them ones where I, I'll mention this or that. And then as soon as we get off the phone, that, 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 that will come to my head or him, 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 him. Uh, but just because um, I think I got tweeted a clip uh, of a match I'd done with Low Key. You know, you know that guy? Oh, man, Low Key. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, I but, do. Right, so, uh, just, uh, so I worked him one time in Ring of Honor. That was really good. There was a, uh, the venue was called the Murphy Wreck, and it was the, t- the, the place that they'd done most of their their shows at the time and then they ran another one they ran another hall in new york which had some really fun matches in uh, which was called the elks lodge you might not know that one but you'll have seen clips you'll have seen bits of matches from that venue it was lovely like an old school looking place i actually went back there the other day or you know a couple of months back uh, for another group and uh yeah, that was awesome to go back there. I was a bit disappointed because the show actually ended up being in another bit of the Elks Lodge because I was really looking for. I'm into my venues, isn't it? Uh, and I was really looking forward to going back to the same exact yeah. hall, you know? 
Absolutely. But uh, yeah, loads of loads of cool guys work to work with, loads of really good venues and stuff like that. Low, low key, more recently, I, I bet you've seen it anyway, MLW, some of the matches he's had more recently, incredible, especially with the new, the new guys that are coming through. I'm a bit out of touch, but he sent me, he followed me on Instagram the other day, I scrolled through his page and he's doing his, like, his martial art movie looking stuff, isn't he? Yeah, he was in like a shirt, tie. Yeah, I've seen pictures Pants. of him in the, in the, in the he was, yeah, yeah. He was in the heel, he was in the heel stable, then he, then he went, he's, he's face again, he's been face for a while. But it's just cool because he's getting all these new guys, new matches that he's never had before. Uh, awesome. they, they're MLW since they've obviously invested in it. It's right. they're, they're doing really well. It's a good alternative to your main, Wicked. you know, your main two promotions. I yeah. think but, it goes without saying. I love seeing you know people from that era because I consider it my time. So and a lot of the American lads as well. I knew that they'd still have it. I'll bet they're, they're still working. Same amazing red. I've seen clips and he's still going, isn't he? Obviously, AJ's done brilliantly, you know. And there's, there's quite, there's. I mean, Matt Cross, if you know him, M. Dog Twenty. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. yeah. I think, it, it, without going too deep, uh, it came across at the time as a very physical style, but the some of the people who were doing it were, they were athletic people and they're sensible and they're, yeah, they know what they they've known what they were doing for all of these years. And the result of that is they can continue working like that. They can put in the big high spots and stuff, but they can do it lastingly. They do it cleverly and they don't, you know, they're still fit. They're still good to go. Whereas a lot of people, you know, you might, you might expect if you've seen them back then that they'd be broken down with injuries by now. So I really like to see those people from that era that are still going, you know? I had a little search on YouTube, right? So I put your name in last night. And um, the first videos that come up, you might be aware of this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, the 720 DDT comes up, several videos at the top of the search. So yeah, I forgot, I, I forgot about that. You're hitting that move. I, lo- I loved it. Absolutely loved it at the time. Still do now. But yeah, that was at the top of the search, man, on YouTube. Right, right, right. When you, when you put your name in. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, like, I remember at the time... I was, I was probably thinking too much of myself, but I thought to myself, you know, because I was trying to stand out, wasn't I? I was trying to be different to, to everyone else. And uh, at the time, I remember thinking if I... I had three moves, basically. I had that one. I had my wall unit, where it's the thing when I run up the wall, and I had my big crazy shooting star to the outside. And I thought if I'm... Because there weren't many flyers around at that time. So I thought to myself, if I, uh, if I, if I stick with them three, no one will nick them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, and I'll get I'll get used on the premise premises of them or whatever. So um, yeah, but I'm still doing them, so it's, it's all good. Yeah, man, they stood the te- they stood the test of time. Test of time. People haven't got bored of them yet, so don't know how, but I can. Yeah, it's good for me, isn't it? Absolutely, man. Which guys on the UK circuit around that time do you think deserve to be more prominent on maybe on a worldwide scale and uh, like a UK scale if you want as well? Which guys do you think didn't get to where they should have got, in your opinion? Well, de- what, deserved then or deserved yeah, until deserved, now? Yeah, deserved in, in that time period in the early noughties, maybe, because we're in that era. All right, so again, I'll be missing out most of them, but the names that spring to my mind straight away, uh, Chase the Ace came to mind. Do, do, you, remember, do you know that guy? No, He's retired now. To, Jody, I don't want to jump in. Yeah. Matt, Jarrett said about him when he was starting out. 
he, yeah. he came, that guy's name came up. I didn't know who he was, but yeah, that's twice in two days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be, uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was one of Stu's shows. It was maybe a year or two back. I'm no good with time spans, but he had his retirement match and I wrestled him actually on the, the last show before that, for that company. And, uh, yeah, he had a proper send off, you know, he was doing a different gimmick because he switched it from JCA to his, uh, was like a traditional heel character, you'd call it, to Jinx. He had like a sort of evil clown type thing going, but he done, you know, he had his last match and all the boys got in the ring and they, you know, they were on a proper send off for him and stuff like that. But yeah, he, he had a, he had a big snap in everything that he done. So everything he done looked, looked great. Uh, yeah, he was a really good worker. and he was one of the ones that helped me way back back in the day i ended up working with him quite a lot or quite a few times uh, i remember turning up for a show that was ran by a guy called brian minnelli he was like an old school promoter and he put me in the ring with jace before the show and made us do a bit uh yeah and jace made me look good for brian which made me look me get booked by brian and then you know, and then a host of others. So yeah, Jace would definitely be one of them. Uh, but then there was loads, man. There was like, there's quite a few for the FWA. And there was, just because I said FWA, <laughs> Paul, there was a guy called Paul Travell. I don't know if you'd, you'd it, probably it won't rings, have heard it. It rings a bell, you know, it does. I, yeah, I guarantee yeah. if you showed me a photo of him, I'd know. I'd be like, yeah. Probably no. Yeah, of course, if you were watching FWA, yeah, you definitely yeah. know. Little guy, huge character. There was, but, but again, I've just said them too. There, there's so yeah. many. Yeah. I hate, I hate putting people <laughs> on the spot. I know what you mean when you're trying to remember. I'm, I'm the same. So again, we'll get off the phone, and, and a ton more yeah, coming. Yeah, you'll be messaging yeah. me after. Like, I remember him. Remember him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoot forward a bit more now. And obviously, you, you've tagged with, you've tagged with Johnny Storm. Um, how, how was that for you? You, you two being, a, being a tandem. What, what was that like? It's pretty good. I mean, it's similar, isn't it? I mean, we work similar styles, I guess. We've got a similar understanding of wrestling to each other, which isn't any surprise since we've sort of been around the same same, same times, same places, same times. Uh, you know, working a tag match in general is a bit, bit easier because you get a bit of a rest. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's fun. Nice and easy a lot of the time with him, which is good. That's cool. That's cool. Which tag teams... Did you tear it up with who, who, were, who were good to get in there with, with Johnny? Who did you enjoy facing? Back in the day or more recent or just Yeah, just, yeah go, go through. Yeah, chronologically if you want. Yeah, man. Chronologically, oh, tag matches. You know, to, to be honest, at the moment, I'm sure there's been loads, but at the moment, I can't think of any from back then. There'll be, there'll, there'll be plenty of them, I'm sure. But more lately, we've done... Uh, We've done a few shows that are more known with internet fans, like um, we done one for Impact a while ago when we worked the um, LAX, which is great. Yeah, uh, we done one for Ring of Honor when we worked the Young Buck, the Young Bucks, which went down really well. Uh, before that, you know, but then when I say when I want to name those shows, which are the ones that are probably watched more, you know, they're more popular online and stuff. It's like I miss out the the quote in end quote littler shows that we do that are all sort of special in their in their own ways. You know what I mean? I get you man. So yeah, from I mean the there, there's there's tons, but yeah. From a fan perspective, obviously I'm I'm 
I didn't have the I didn't have the balls to train wrestling. <laughs> I just different folks are different folks, isn't it? Yeah, man, you know? absolutely. Don't How cut good are the young bucks? They're obviously like the tag team at the moment with the Lucha Brothers. If you're going to say the top echelon of the of the tag division, how good are they, Jody? You've been in there as a worker. We only see it from a fan perspective. How good are those? How good are Matt and Nick? As a as workers, they're they're obviously great, but I think beyond that, they've got a, a very uh, a very good understanding of what wrestling is about these days. You know, they they know all of the little is is word right nuances, and they know how to put them in 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 ways that make them that boost their popularity, that makes their matches really watchable, it makes the companies that they're working for really watchable. So obviously. With, when you take all of that into consideration, they're, they're, they're great. I had um, last year, I had Bo Cooper on out of California and he knew them. They're all from like roughly, they were working the same promotions locally in California and he said they walked in, you know, they were like small soaking wet, but he said you could just tell they were going to make it even then. Right. Bo, right. Bo said he could tell just by looking at them and he, he watched one yeah. match. He said, damn lads are going to be, they're going to take, uh, they're going to take the world by storm. He just knew it. Yeah, I can, I can see people. I can see people seeing that in them. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm a big fan of um, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page tagging. I think they're doing really well. Really? Have you not seen Have you not seen any any of them? I haven't. I don't actually watch much wrestling, which is a bit weird because people ask me things and I'll have to sort of kind of nod as if I know. What Sorry. I know who those, I know. I know who Kenny Omega is and Hangman Page, but I've never really seen any of their of their wrestling. I need to watch more current wrestling. <laughs> uh, which which promotions in the UK are you liking currently? Oh. <laughs> not <laughs> to play favourites. Not to play favourites. I know you. I know you're not. Yeah, gonna... no. It's, it's like all of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, like I said a minute ago, they're all different, and they've all got their special little things going for for themselves. You know, uh, right? EWA, EWA, and High Wickham. They're only a small group. They've run. They've run. Two venues that I, I know of, they might have ran a few more, but uh, they've got their, you know, they've got, they're starting to get their own little following. Their shows are awesome. They've got some, some good lads backstage. Uh, you've got, um, you've got uh, Project W, they run in Bethnal Green. Uh, by guy, I think Costa, Costa runs it, a guy called Costa Penai. Um, oh man, there's, there's so many. I mean, I've just been talking about EWW, Stu's lot. Uh, in, in, not Hastings near Oxford a town called Battle uh, you know their shows are great it's like um, it's got to the point before lockdown when I'm working these shows pretty much every weekend and pretty much every weekend I'll do a show that's got its own special little vibe and then and, I, and I'll be like oh that was awesome that was great and then I'll move and then the next weekend happens and then you know it's the next one and the next one um <laughs> I had a really fun match with Doug Williams a few months back uh, for a Welsh group called Attack. So I had a little yeah. sample of, of the Welsh scene and they've got it. They, you know, them guys are brilliant. Uh, they've got, I, I used to like my, my hardcore, my hardcore music back in the day. And they've got a really little current, they've got their own little set of fans who are also fans of all this hardcore punk music. And they got that music playing during the day before the show. You know, Mark Andrews, you know, you know, do you know that guy? Absolutely, yeah. Flying the flag for Wales, man. Flying the flag for Wales, and I've known him for years. And then in, on a Canadian show, 
that I'd done maybe a year or two back. I went to one of his gigs and it was, you know, the, the people that I mentioned earlier on, the ones that, are, that, that have stayed active and have yeah. kept up the same sort of stuff. He's blatantly one of them. Maybe he came along a little bit later, but he's got the same qualities, you know? So it, I'm a bit, I feel a bit like a tourist. I'll go and do this show. Oh, wow, this is how it is in, in Wales. Then I'll do the next one. I, this is how it is in Northern Ireland. There's a group called, uh, oh man, I've, I forgot the name now, but there was a really good group that I worked for over there. There's a group called Phoenix Wrestling in, in, uh, in, in Cork. Uh, there's so many, man, and, and there's so many that are doing really well. How was TNC in Liverpool for you? How did, see, you say that, and I'm like, how did I not mention them? They're brilliant. Again, wicked-looking venue, really good bunch of people, really lively crowd. You know, they got that raw, raw vibe going, especially when they do their over-18 shows. Again, I'm a tourist every, every weekend, or was, until lockdown. Hopefully, I'll be a tourist again pretty you soon. Will, you will be. There'll be plenty of bookings coming your way as well, my mum's um, Yeah, good. I hope so. I'll, I'll wear my I Heart This Company t-shirt, and <laughs> I'll get another t-shirt the next week, innit? <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Any talent in the UK currently who you think could make big waves on the UK scene and could make big, big waves in world in the world scene? Any standout? Yeah. Yes, all of them. <laughs> That's the thing. These days, everyone's really good. Yeah. Like everyone. It suits me as well, because uh, back in the day, you know, I, I, I guess the current style, that they, current what they call the indie style, uh, you know, years ago when I was first starting, it was, uh, I guess that's the type of wrestling that I was, that I was watching. I, I used to watch a lot of Mishinoku Pro. When I was when I was really getting into my wrestling, and uh, so I guess that style rubbed off on me. And now it's like everyone works that same style, so it's really good for me because it makes me look good. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah, there's loads of great, loads of really good talent around. Every single show I do, there'll be a handful, if not more, of people that I would have thought that I would think could make waves anywhere they went. You know, and everyone brings each other up, don't they? Because there's a training school now on every corner. Mm -hmm. And uh, each of these training schools has got really legitimate, good talent in and around it. So um, that it just brings up the whole UK thing. It just brings it up as a whole. Oh, good, good answer, that. I like, I like that answer. Good answer, but avoided naming any specific person. <laughs> I, can, I, can imagine, I can imagine who you're thinking of. I can send you a list, man. Yeah, but well, I, I don't know if I could write a list that long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, it's a great time if you're, uh, especially if you're coming up as well, isn't it? And training now. Wow, you know, yeah. What a time, yeah. What a time yeah, to be a wrestler. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's good. You know, I mean, when I was, when when we got into it, we it took us two years to find Hamlock. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it was the only one. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right in in, in saying that. Uh, you know, it wasn't easy. Now, obviously, you can just Google it, and now there's liable to be a school local to where you live with, you know, with loads of experience in and around it, loads of talent in it, and they've all got. I've noticed as well, all of these companies, they've all got like a school attached to them. Yeah, man. And they've got their little social, yeah, sort of club. You know. Yeah, and, uh, I get you. Yeah. So yeah, all in all, it is a really good time to get in. 
I know, obviously, I asked you before about if you watch AEW. Uh, this this question's just like, what do you think about AEW and WWE still running shows through the pandemic? What would be your thoughts on that, if you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I'm going to have to give you a disappointing one. I haven't seen any. I've seen clips, you know, on social media and whatnot. It looks weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I would assume that they've got reasons for it, like money. That, I don't know if it's money that they've invested that they're not going to get back and they need to make, you know, as much as, as they can. I'm, I'm assuming a lot of them are skint at the moment or going through financial whatever's due to lockdown. So I, I totally get why they might have to do it. Uh, it have you seen it? What's, what's it like? It just it looks, it looks like it'd be a bit vibeless to me. It's a bit lifeless. AEW were doing it right from the get-go. They had heels and faces around the periphery. So you oh, had your heels on one side, faces making noises. That, that, that was fine. And then obviously Chris Jericho and Tony Schiavone did commentary for weeks because obviously I don't think they could fly JR in. So that right. added to it because obviously Jericho's so explosive and original. Um, he, yeah. he, was, he was really good with the commentary. So that added to what you were watching. Um, and then I don't know why WWE didn't follow suit sooner. They've only just started doing it, but they put like plexiglass round protecting right. people. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, oh, so they've got actual fans in? They, they've got NXT. Fans. They've got guys from NXT who are training at the PC, I think, round. Oh, okay. uh, but they did it like, I don't, I thought Vince would have done it sooner. But obviously, it, it's all right. It, it gives it a little bit, yeah. gives it a little bit of atmosphere. But mm. other people say it's not very good, but I, I think it's okay yeah. under the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, I did see, I, was, I seen on Instagram a couple of weeks back, you know Spud? I do, I've got photo with Spud from the wrestling yeah. on. Yeah, man. Right, right, right. Well, he, he, was, he was cutting, the, well, he was, it looked like, I don't know whether to call it a promo or not, but it was an, an emotional sort of thing. He was, you know, he's speaking yeah. into his phone. Did he keep his job? Did he, did he not? He got, when they did the tournament, obviously, they had to, they had to take the belt, they had to take the belt off, um, Devlin, Devlin had the belt, but obviously he couldn't, he couldn't fly in. Right. So they did a tournament, they did a cruiserweight tournament, and there was two groups of four. But what happened was, in one group, they'd all had the same record, so they did a triple threat to see who fought the guy out of group A, who was top, if you get me. And right. he, ended, he ended up getting to the final, so I think it was a work. I don't think he lost his job officially. I think it was a, a quote-unquote storyline for him. Right. That's why I but think he's still, still under contract, right? I, presume, I mean, that sort of crossed my mind. A I, bit I think well. I think he is. Um, Triple H obviously embraced him after the match when he lost. They did like an angle, and then he give him oh, okay. the con- give him the contract, and he signed it. Okay. That so, that's cool. it. We're there now. I, I remember. Right, right. So he kept the job, right? Yeah, he's he's still. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> went round the houses. Went round the houses. <laughs> um, again, it's just saying. Are there any guys in those in, in the top promotions that stand out? I know I know possibly what you're gonna say, but I'm gonna ask it. <laughs> the top promotions as in what WWE, WWE AEW, AEW uh, ROH. Uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I mean I know every single time I go to a clip or I get or I see a clip that's got Will in it, Will Ospreay. Um. I feel like retiring, <laughs> um, uh, you know. And there's a whole heap, but there's a whole bunch. Minute uh, that the uh, Zack Saber Junior. 
again, I'm talking clips, so I haven't seen any matches no, no. In, in, a, in a long, long time. But I can sort of tell, you know, I mean, we've got some really, you know, coming from, from this country, there's some, some of the best talent in the world these days, aren't there? Le- legitimately. And they recognise it as well. I worked, um, I worked pack. Oh, worked man, pack I wanted to talk about ago. pack. Yeah, uh, again, <laughs> I can't really. It's kind of depressing in a way to, to watch them look because it makes me feel like quitting again. But yeah, some, some of them are amazing these days. Those, those guys idolised you and Johnny, though, man. Think about that. Do you know what I mean? True, some of them. I'll, um, I'll keep influ- that. <laughs> you influenced them, man. So, yeah. You can still go. <laughs> I've seen you. <laughs> you, can, you can still That's hang cool. with, the, with the young guns, man. I'll take a few of these coffees, but uh, yeah, I'll get there. Right, Jody, can you plug your social media, please? Uh, the regular Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just type my name in and, and you'll see me. Give me a follow and all of that. Is there anywhere for merchandise? Ah, man, <laughs> there will be shortly. There will be shortly. I've got some, but I don't, I'll bring it to some shows and then, then I'll sort of give it a miss. But... Uh, I mean, there's some new stuff in the works, so keep your eye out. Again, keep your eye on the socials and all of that. Cool, man. It's cool. coming. Well, I'll tell you what, man, it was an honour getting you on. I was a bit, I was a bit nervous, you know, getting you on. I'm, I'm, I'm the, the last person that you should get nervous well, about that's, talking that's to. That's what I thought after about five <laughs> minutes. I was actually a bit... Uh, but yeah, just because, just man, we, we idolised you, especially up here in North Wales, for guys who are interested. <laughs> Thanks very much, man. You, Johnny. It's good to know someone. You, Johnny. <laughs> it's nice to know someone in North Wales likes me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks very much, brother. Thanks for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. The Phoenix, Jody Fleisch. Nice one. A big thank you to Stephen Ash and Ed Dowling for producing the track. It's Stu's Wrestling Podcast, The Theme. So thank you very much for that, lads. Much appreciated. Love it. It fits really well. So cheers. Thanks to you. Big thank you to Mike Angus for the show intro, as always. Superb, superb. Chris Dutton, thank you very much for editing once again. Appreciate it, buddy. And also to Lee, who does my website. Lee puts the stuff up on the website. Without you guys, I'd be screwed. So once again, as always, appreciate everything you do for me and the time you spend doing the things you do for me. It means a lot, guys. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.